0: Hello, I'm Jim Richards, and you just walked through the doors of Impact Cyber Church, where we are sharing the incredible message of God's unfailing love, God's peace with the world through the Lord Jesus Christ for those who believe on Him, for the goodness, the grace of God. I'm telling you what, this is nothing but good news. And so today we're going to be talking about faith and grace from first to last. And you know, this month I'm just sharing things with you about connecting to the life of God, because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what your doctrine is. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter what you think is right or wrong. What matters at the end of the day, are you experiencing the life of God through an intimate connection with God? Now, keep in mind, Jesus told us that this is life. In other words, if if you want to experience life, is to know, and that word know in the Greek is to experience, is to experience whatever capacity you have to experience, it's experiencing the love of God, Is experiencing God and Jesus Christ whom He has sent. So it's not about knowing your doctrine. It's not about having the right information. It's about that information moving you into an intimate connection with God and that's where you experience life. If what you believe is true and it's not changing your life, if what you believe is true and it's not coming to pass the way the Bible teaches, then this message is going to be incredibly, incredibly important to you. You know, the Bible says in the book of Romans, the first chapter, Paul says, For I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it's the power of God to salvation. Now, that word salvation means saved, healed, delivered, blessed, prospered, protected, made whole, set apart. In other words, it's talking about every aspect of the quality of life that we have, in the Lord Jesus Christ. But you notice something here. He says, it's the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes. I want to tell you, first of all, the world is being consumed today with a universalism type concept that since Jesus died for all, everybody's saved and they just don't know. Well, I want to tell you something. That's a heresy that has been around for as long as the earth has stood. Uh, uh, Lucifer has always sought to... Uh, convince man that he either couldn't trust God or he didn't need to trust God. Believing, faith. When you see these words in the Bible, I don't know what they represent to you, but what they represent from a biblical aspect is where you know God well enough to trust Him. And when you trust Him, you you... Take what He says to heart. You seek to put it into application. When you trust Him, you obey Him, you walk with Him, you yield to Him, not because you're trying to earn something from Him, but because you know He's a loving Father who is always trying to direct you into the pathway of life. So all of these benefits of the gospel, this power of the gospel, is to those who believe. Now, what's interesting is many people say, okay, so I believed back when I invited Jesus into my life, so that takes care of it all. No, this believing is is something that stays up to the minute. This believing is in every situation, in every circumstances, believing God's promises based on who God has revealed Himself to be through the Lord Jesus Christ. But now listen to this. He says, for in it, that is in in this gospel of Jesus, this good news of Jesus, the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith, for as it is written, the just shall live by faith. Now, I want to tell you something. From beginning to end, from faith to faith, from first to last, there is no place in this walk with God where we don't need faith. There's no place in this walk with God where it's like, okay, I believe once so everything is taken care of. No, in every situation, we're seeking to walk through life hand in hand with God. We're seeking to walk through life intimately connected to the Lord, our shepherd who is guiding us, who is leading us, who is empowering us, who is strengthening us, who is showing us the way, who has given us wisdom. We're seeking to walk with him so that we can live as overcomers in every situation. But the truth is, Every bit of that is uh, constant, up to the minute faith. I trust who God is, and I trust what He says about this situation. And I got news for you: every promise that you're—I mean, every situation you're ever going to face, there's a promise of God. There's some aspect of God's character and nature or a direct promise that says, I'll take care of you in this situation, but you got to trust me and you got to follow me. You know, most of the situations that I've ever gotten myself into, I got myself in those situations because I made choices that were not rooted in God's Word. You know, sometimes I made those choices ignorantly. Sometimes I made those choices uh, arrogantly. Sometimes I made those choices because... Uh, I, I thought I was right and I could get by with something. You know, the same reasons that, that you and everybody else makes choices that are inconsistent or incongruent with the Word of God. And every time I've ever been in trouble, it's, it's never been because I made a choice based on the Word of God, trusting God's wisdom and trusting for God to manifest Himself in that situation. And, and I'll tell you, the correction every time I'm off course is to reconnect with God and to deal with whatever my issues are that made me, whether it's ignorance, I renew my mind uh, on the Word of God, or whether it's, uh, whether it's arrogance where I just thought, yeah, I could do it this way and it'll work. It doesn't matter what the problem is. i got to settle that so that I can follow God un- unreserved, so I can follow God holding nothing back. And I'll tell you something. Every problem ever, I've ever gotten into, God has always led me out of it. It didn't matter if it's a money problem, a relationship problem, a sin problem, an attitude problem. You know, when I open myself up to Him and follow Him and apply His Word to the situation, I experience the grace of God in my heart where I change, where in me, my desires change. How, you know, everything that's working, everything that's moving me, everything that's stirring me up changes in my heart because I've chosen to trust his word. Listen, let me just mention this to you. Be sure to take just a second right now and below, just click down there and like this broadcast. When you like this broadcast, it causes thousands of people all over the world to have a chance to hear these same messages that you're hearing. Now, I want you to understand something. We'll jump right back into this. This, this walk of faith is, comes to us by way of a promise. Now, somehow there is a concept that's out here floating through the body of Christ that if it's a promise, then we don't have to believe. If it's a promise, if somebody made a promise to you, then, then there's nothing on our part. Well, wait a minute. We just read a scripture that said from first to last, the just live by faith. Every aspect of this journey, every aspect of the gospel works because of faith because of trusting God. I'm not talking about the faith to try to believe God hard enough. I'm not talking about the kind of faith that says, I'm going to convince God to do something for me. I'm talking about the faith that believes who God is based on who Jesus showed us and therefore believes what he says, believes his promises, believes his wisdom. So so these promises that we have, they are given to us and we don't, they're given to us freely. They're given to us about, you know, one dimension of grace is God's graciousness, where He just gives up to us that we don't deserve. We didn't earn it, we shouldn't get it. It's just something that He gives to us out of His kindness, out of His nature, out of who He is. But then ultimately, when we believe the truth in our heart, there's another dimension of grace that comes alive where the power of God comes in us and not just makes us able to do what His Word says, but it makes us to be the person that wants to do what his word says in that particular area. It it changes who we are. It's the transformation power that, like I say, doesn't just make, it makes us able, but it doesn't stop there because, see, it works from our heart. If something works from your heart, it changes who you are. And the reason grace works is because we yield ourselves to this transformation to be who God says we are. And if if I am who God says I am, then I can do what God says I can do. So, but again, there's this concept, it's a promise. So since it's a promise, we shouldn't have to do anything at all to, to take part in it. Well, just imagine this. What if, your, what if your phone rang today and there was somebody that you knew, but you didn't, you know, you didn't know them all that well. You, you, know, you sort of knew them. You, you didn't distrust them, but you didn't have a lot of reasons to trust them. But they called you and said, listen, I want you to know that uh, I have a gift for you. I've had you in my heart. So I want you to know that I am going to, I've got a check here for you for $10,000. Now, if you believe that, if you trusted that person, that trust or that faith would always produce some works. Now, I'm not talking about dead works. I'm not talking about the kind of works where you're trying to earn it because it's a promise. See, dead works are what people do when they're trying to earn what God has promised. So we're not talking about dead worse because it's a promise. They just called you up and they just made you this. They just, they just told you this. I've got a gift for you. It's free. It, it, it doesn't cost you anything. Now, if you trust that person, if you believe that person, then you're going to put some works with that faith, according to James 2.20, and you are going to do what it takes to go take hold of that $10,000 of cash or that $10,000 check, because it really, even though it's a promise, even though it's given freely, it benefits you nothing until you take possession of it. And as I've said so many times, the word receive in the New Testament means to take hold of something. Well, how do you take hold of it? You take a look by faith. You take a look because you trust what, who God is. You trust what God says, and then you bring it unto yourself. And that's exactly what you'd do if somebody called you up and had a gift that they promised to you. You would go and take possession of that gift. Now, in the book of Romans, uh, the fourth chapter, the 16th verse, this is talking about Abraham. Abraham is our model for what it means to believe God, what it means to walk by faith. Now, Jesus is the ultimate model, but we see a lot in Abraham that helps us understand the basics of what it means to live by faith. And uh, in Romans four sixteen, 16, it says, Therefore it is a faith, and it's talking about this promise, it is a faith that it might be according to grace so that the promise might be sure to all the seed. So now do you get that? A promise has been made. And the only way that promise can be available to everyone is that it has to be accepted by faith. It has to be based on the fact that you trust God. And here, you know, in the Old Testament, many times you'd see the word grace and it was more about benevolence. It's talking about God's graciousness, God's goodness. And here, uh, this is probably the way uh, uh, you would interpret this word for grace, that that it leans toward the fact that it was a promise based on the goodness of God. Now, keep in mind, Grace doesn't stop there because grace gets into empowering. Grace gets into transforming a, purpose, a person. So you see, remember, God cannot violate your will. I have I have reminded you of this. I think in every single message this month about, and you know we're just talking about connecting to the life of God. This is just the general topic. It's not a. It's not an individual series. It's just a general topic because you know I'm trying to inspire you to understand how easy it is to experience the quality of life that Jesus lived. That's what God is offering, the quality of life that Jesus lived. And let me, let me just mention to you while I'm here, this month, you can get any of any of my series, any of my products, any of my, any of my books, any of my heart physics programs for 20% off. We rarely ever do that. But I'm telling you, I want, this to be, I want this to be invest in yourself this month. I want this to be I am a disciple making a journey month. I want this to be where you say I've got issues and I've prayed about them. I've got other people to pray for me. I've gone through, I've jumped through all the hoops. Now, I'm just going to find out what God's Word says about how to deal with this. So, you know, on my website, if you go to my store on my website, all of my series are divided up in categories. There's categories like family and relationships and faith and, and the promises of God and business and success, all of those kinds of things. Look in those categories and then look for the individual series that you think will be the most help to you and invest in yourself as a disciple of the Lord Jesus who is taking the word into your heart so you can walk it out. And put it an into to these days where you're always looking for somebody else to pray for you. You're always trying to get somebody else to get the answer for you, where you know how to connect to God. That's what we do here at Impact Ministries. We are not the mediator between you and God. We are the inspiration. We are the one that inspires you, that, that Jesus has made the way for you to connect with Him and for you to have everything that you want. And we want you to come to the place where you recognize that you don't need me or anybody else other than Jesus to access God and to get everything that He's promised to you. So be sure, take advantage of this, uh, this rare opportunity this one, 20% off on, on everything. All right. So God wanted the promise to be be sure to everybody. Since we are created in the likeness and the image of God, we have a free will. God has a free will. Nobody acts on God and causes him to make his decisions. Not even us. You know, some people, some people some people have taught in years gone by that, you know, that we're gonna Use faith to change God's mind. You know, well, no, you're not going. You're not going to change God's mind through faith. And we don't need to change God's mind because God's mind is to always give us the very best quality of life that we could ever, ever, ever have. So, we're not. Faith is not about trying to change God's mind. Faith is about do I believe and trust the character and the nature of God. Therefore, if I do, then I trust His word. I trust what He says. So, since God cannot force us to accept what He offers. Then the, if, he did it by, if He did this by works, then only the people that were strong enough could do it. But God didn't want this to be just for the few. God wanted this to be for everybody. So it came as a promise so that by faith, we could take hold of the promise. So I want you to understand, faith, grace, works, how does it, see, how does this all fit together? Remember, we are saved, according to Ephesians 2, 8, we're saved by grace through faith. There is no separating grace and faith because everything is received by faith. Everything is empowered by grace and everything is given freely because of grace. So we are saved by grace through faith, not of ourselves. It's a gift from God, lest any man should boast and it goes on and it says and and that we're created as new creatures now uh, unto good works that's what's supposed to happen so we move from dead works see people who don't see it as a promise people who don't approach it by faith try to earn it by their performance and we come to Jesus and we believe what he has done through us for us through his death, burial, and resurrection. We're born again. We become a new creation. Therefore, we are made righteous. Therefore, we are qualified because we're in Jesus. Everything that he's got is ours. We share it with him as a joint inheritance. And And So there's nothing that God's holding back because he gave it all to Jesus, and we're in Jesus. And we believe that. We accept that by faith because we trust what God says. And then... In every individual situation, we receive what God is offering for that situation. And what happens is the grace of God comes alive inside of us. And then we walk in the good works, the walking in love, the walking in mercy, the walking in the character and the nature of God. You know, Galatians 3.13 just says it a a little different way. It says, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us. For its written curse is everyone who hangs on the tree that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles in Christ Jesus, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. So you see, all of these pieces of the puzzle come together. You know, there's people out there that are battling over faith and grace. Which one is, which one is the right one? You know, And you know, which one are we supposed to get into? There's people that are battling over over uh, dead works and good works. There's people that are battling over all of these kinds of things. And it's sort of like, well... None of that makes sense until you trust God. It's not going to matter how you see it. It's not going to matter who wins the argument. What matters is, do I trust God? Do I know God? Am I intimately connected with God? Do I believe the promises that He has made? Do I believe they're mine in Jesus? And am I participating in those promises by faith because I trust God and I trust the Lord Jesus? And if I am, all that's really left to happen. See, if that's really happening... If I'm really trusting him, I'm going I'm to end up wanting to be connected to him. I'm going to fall in love with him. And when I fall in love with him, I'm going to want to be intimate with him. And as I'm intimate with him, as I open my heart to him, he becomes my teacher. He starts teaching me how to walk and this stuff, how to put an application in my specific and unique situations. See, all of these pieces put together, but never, they never come together without faith. There has to be a trust in God. If you're not trusting God and you're not trusting what God says, then you are calling God a liar. And that's why the Bible says you can't please God without faith because that, that's, that's the only way to approach Him. That's the only way to connect to Him. That's the only way, that's the only way God has any, any way of moving in your life. That's the only way God has any opportunity to help you. He's made you a promise. He's made it available. But the question is, do you trust Him enough to take hold of it, to bring it unto yourself? You know, uh, uh, <clears throat> before we jump into this next message, let me just, let me just mention this. Here. I just kind of got this on my mind, you know. Uh, I want to remind you that if you're watching this broadcast for the first time or if you're like one of the millions of people around the world who read a book, who listened to a message, who saw me on television or saw me on the Internet or heard me preach somewhere and, and man, it changed your life. I want you to know that our world changers made it possible for you to hear that message. You know, the Apostle Paul said this one time, he said, I robbed other churches so that I could preach the gospel to you and to the particular group that he was talking to. Well, you know something? I robbed other people to preach the gospel to you in a certain sense. In other words, other people who had their lives transformed. They were so appreciative to God. They were so thankful for for what this message did in healing their broken heart and restoring their life that they gave so that I could take this message to the entire world. That means somebody gave and paid for you to be able to hear this message. Well, you know something, we have a program we call Operation One Billion, where we're seeking to reach a billion people around the world and develop them as disciples who are following the Lord Jesus Christ, who are fully committed, who are connected to Him uh, in every aspect of their life. And it's, only by the kindness and the generosity of people like you who, when you have your life changed, when something happens, when you're thankful to God, that you turn around and you express your love and appreciation to God by making it possible for other people to hear the same message. I want to encourage you. It, it, go, to, go to my website, impactministries.com and find out what a world changer is. Find out what you can do. So, a world changer is someone who financially helps us Take this message to the world because the only way we can change the world is through the gospel. Government's not going to change it. Who you vote for is not really... That, that might change it temporarily. There's nothing that will solve the problems of this world other than the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I need your help in there. So, so consider becoming a world changer, or consider making one really generous gift. You know something right now, and you know I never talk about money. If you're watching for the first time, don't think I talk about money very much. Go back and watch. I, I never really talk about money. But you know something, we're in the process of trying to raise about $400,000 because we have a plan that is working. We are starting Bible schools all over the world. We're training leaders all over the world. We are reaching and raising up $1 000, 000, disciples of the Lord Jesus, you want to be a part of it, then either make a generous contribution or become a world changer and help me every month because we're we going to do this thing because it's God inspired and God breathed and God's helping me do it. All right. Let's kind of jump back right into our message. Romans chapter five, verses one through five says this, therefore, having been justified by faith. All right. So that word justified is very akin to the word made righteous. So, so we have been made righteous or so we, are justified by faith. We have trusted the fact that Jesus is our righteousness. We have trusted the fact that God raised him from the dead, raised him up in righteousness. And now that we are in him, we share in his righteousness. So then it goes on to say, now that we've been made righteous by faith, We have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, I've said this all this month. And when you understand the book of Leviticus, you understand that every one of the Old Testament sacrifices, which are fulfilled in Jesus, everything about coming out of the world, getting set free from the bondage of sin, everything about having your sins forgiven, you know, the day day of atonement, every aspect of, of every one of those feasts is only fulfilled in the Lord Jesus Christ. And through those sacrifices, we understand what was accomplished by the blood of Jesus. But the ultimate goal of all of those sacrifices so that we come to a place where we're at peace with God because we know that not only have we been forgiven, but we've been made righteous. Now, keep in mind, If you've been made righteous, then you have the power to live righteous. So if you're not living righteous, you either don't want to, or you don't realize that the grace of God is there for you and that that God will empower you to righteous living. But it doesn't stop there. So so we're made righteous. So now that we're made righteous, we're at peace. Man, we we don't fear the wrath of God. We don't fear God hurting us. We don't fear God doing anything negative to us. And now that makes the way for us to enter into intimate communion with the Lord Jesus Christ. Enter into this connection with Him, where in this intimacy, we start experiencing the grace of God. Like I said in the first series for this month, and if you haven't listened to all the messages for this month, go back and listen. They're on my website, impactministries.com. Just go to impact TV. And you can find them and and listen to all of them because we we started this out this month talking about this very thing. So it's in intimacy that there is the exchange. The word reconciliation means exchange. And an exchange is where you give up whatever your weaknesses are. And He takes, you know, He took them at, at the cross. And then He gives you the resurrection life that He obtained through His faith. And all of that happens in intimacy. Well, if He gives you the resurrection life, then that's really the grace to live the new life. That's the power to live the new life. And not only that, that is the change that takes place in your heart It makes you the person who wants to live the new life. It changes who you perceive yourself to be. So listen to this. So having been made righteous, as Romans 5.1, having been justified through faith, we have peace with God. And it says, and through whom, or through him, we have access, again, by faith, into this grace in which we stand. So, see, every step is a step of faith. Step that I've been made righteous. Step that I'm baptized into the Lord Jesus. Um, the, 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 the faith that, that says I'm, I'm at peace with God because I'm in Jesus. Now the faith that says I have access to the grace of God, the same grace that was on Jesus which gives me the opportunity and the expectation to live in the glory of God. That word glory is the greatness, the splendor, the goodness, but it's also the view, the opinion, and the reality. My whole process from beginning to end of living the quality of life that God wants me to live, every single step in that is a step of faith. And the faith is not to try to get... God to give you something. The faith is to believe based on God's character, based on God's love, all of this that is revealed to us, based on what His Word says, to believe that it is already given to me in Jesus. I'm not having to try to convince God to give this to me. I'm not having to convince God to do anything I'm believing what's mine. I got news for you. When you're in intimacy with God, when you're connected to Him in your heart and worship and in prayer and reading the Word and meditating, you will experience that exchange that goes beyond words that anybody can explain. I'll tell you something. Make every step a step of faith. Make sure you know it's based on the promise of God. Listen, if you don't have my mobile app, be sure and get it because every single day I'm popping things out to encourage you, to help you, to strengthen you, to minister to you, to minister to your family. Make sure everybody in your family has got it. And be sure at the end of this program, just take two or three seconds and uh, uh, subscribe to my YouTube channel and I'll be talking to you again soon.